0: and verse 22 what here's what it says and they came to Bethsaida so this is Jesus and his disciples <clears throat> and they brought a blind man to Jesus and implored him to touch him there again we have that term implored implored <clears throat> asking uh, beseeching begging him to touch him they wanted this blind man healed <clears throat> and it doesn't seem to have any attitude of uh uh, what we've seen with the Pharisees, that they demanded to see a sign or to put on the show or to prove this, or to prove that. <clears throat> it says that they brought a blind man. And so it wasn't just the blind man that came. There were people that wanted this and that brought him there. <clears throat> so verse 23 says this, taking the blind man by the hand, he brought him out of the village. And after spitting on his eyes, And laying his hands on him, Mm -hmm. he asked him, Do you see anything? This is all sort of intriguing. Look what Jesus does. And again, let me remind you, when you see these things of healing in the Scripture, I think they're examples for us. I think they're pictures for us. I think we are to be moving in the power and the might Mm -hmm. and presence of the Lord, especially in his healing power. And we see that... Jesus always healed in a different kind of way, not for the sake of doing it for a different kind of way. But we know that he only did what the father told him to do. And he only said what the father told him to say. So they come and they beseech him. Will you please heal this blind man? Jesus takes him by the hand and he takes him away from the village. He takes him out of the village. Now, were were there some people with him? I would think so, because we have an eyewitness account here, likely through Peter. Remember that? But he takes him out of the village, takes him out of the crowd, <clears throat> takes him out of the uh, potential for people thinking this is some kind of circus act, or this is some type of thing or something like that. He takes, him, he takes uh, the sick person away. Jesus does that quite often. We saw it earlier in this chapter with the man <clears throat> that couldn't speak and who was deaf. So he brought him out of the village. Then it says this, after spitting on his eyes, And laying hands on him, he asked him, do you see anything? Now that's interesting, isn't it? So what did Jesus do? He took him out of the village, got him away, and then he spit on his eyes. That may be one of the reasons that Jesus uh, felt like he needed to take him away from the people. Because he knew that he was about to spit in his eyes. And though they considered uh, saliva to be of uh, use for medicinal purposes. And so uh, he spits on his eyes, and then he lays hands on him. And uh, you notice that this time it doesn't say that Jesus looked to heaven, or it doesn't say anything like that. He just did this. And then Jesus asks the guy, do you see anything? Isn't that interesting? Because we always think, well, Jesus knows everything. Not when he was in his corporeal existence here on earth. Not like that. He didn't know. So he asks the guy, do you see anything? And the guy looks up, and he says, I see men, so that tells us that there were other men around and about, right? He says, I see men, for I see them like trees walking around. So this begs all sorts of interesting questions. How did he know what a man looked like? How did he know what a tree looked like? Well, those questions come about if we assume that he had been blind from birth, that he didn't know what they looked like originally. Okay? So that gives us a little hint that maybe he had lost his eyesight at some point in time in his life. But for right now, he's just saying, hey, I I can see men, but they look like trees. In other words, it's not focused. It's not not clear. Watch this, verse 25. Then again, Jesus laid his hands on his eyes, and he looked intently and was restored and began to see everything clearly. So, Jesus this time lays hands on, him, on his eyes and it says and he looked intently he looked intently who looked intently was it Jesus that was looking intently and then he was restored <clears throat> no I think it was probably the guy that was receiving his sight because Jesus lays hands on his eyes removes his hands The guy starts looking intently. He's staring. He's staring. He's bringing things into focus, and they were restored. And he began to see everything clearly. Last verse, verse 26. And he sent him to his home saying, do not even enter the village. He told him, he said, tell you what, why don't you just go home this other way. Don't go back in there. Don't go in that village because it'll become uh, a scene, and you just don't want that right now. I don't want that right now. You don't need that right now. So he told him, he said, don't even go back in the village. I want you to go home. Uh, You know, a lot of times people think that Jesus did all these miracles and these things to try to gain attention, to try to be attractive, to try to get people to come where uh, they would listen to the message of the kingdom, and that's not always the case, okay? Not always the case. Quite often you see him taking them off like this. Uh, what was going on here is sometimes you see Jesus making, uh, spitting in the clay, rubbing it on somebody's eyes, and they become healed. I think he made him new eyeballs. In this case right here, <clears throat> he might have had the eyeballs already there, but something had clouded them up. We're familiar with that type of thing, are we not? And Jesus felt like he was supposed to spit on the eyes and lay hands on him. Are we to do this type of thing today? Yes, if the Spirit leads us, we are to do it. Quite often, the Spirit will do things that are unusual that we don't understand sometimes. We think, what is this about? What is happening with this? You know? And so, uh, if the Lord is leading you, you feel like you're supposed to do something, then do it. I know, I know. People go, oh, that's sort of strange. That's sort of weird. Uh, maybe to what we call our sensibilities. But I tell you what, walking in obedience to the Spirit opens up a whole realm of existence, does it not? (laughs) Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you next episode.